yeah, I just forgot who I was and what I wanted to do. So I kind of needed to completely overhaul my life. And part of that was ending like a long-term relationship for me. And I just wanted to get the fuck out of Sydney. The red rubber ring. That's why they call it's it the red worse. rocket, baby. Even worse. Ew. <laughs> Red's I fast. Really, I have a really upsetting memory of seeing a dog penis. Oh, yes. I was like, why is it red? I know. So I was, was so like, surprised. And I was like. <laughs> it is the worst. Yeah, I remember. It's so actually the fucking did, worst. Did I tell you about my friend who was in, um, he's in Miami and he has this dog. Have you ever seen um, Terry Richardson? No. Yeah. As in the photographer? Yes. Yeah. So Terry Richardson, he looks, his dog, he has a white chihuahua. Um, my friend, that is. He has a, a white chihuahua that looks like Terry, Terry Richardson. Richardson. Ooh, and that's upsetting. <laughs> but the best part is because it always looks stone, like it's like this. So the second we walk into my friend's apartment, I've never seen his dog. But his dog is just spread eagle, just going ham <laughs> on this little teddy bear. So he has the demeanor of um, Terry, Terry Richardson, Richardson yeah. as well, yeah. So okay. he's and like so this dog, <laughs> he's, this dog did not give a fuck. He just looked at me in the eyes, were like, uh huh, yeah. And then what we realize is his penis doesn't retract; oh. it's forever out. And it's, um, it's eleven on a Sunday, and we're talking about dogs' red retracting penises. Well, it I feel like I need well. a coffee. I learned that dogs masturbate too. No. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Shut up. Yes. No. So this, I this, cannot believe you. This Terry Richardson Chihuahua would just sit there looking, at you and it would put it on the floor and like use the friction of the floor and its paw. No. <laughs> it was like. Yeah, Are so you sure? Hundred percent. Are you sure it wasn't just Terry Richardson? <laughs> It it's like it's like child's play when he he like <laughs> morphs into the dog. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Are yeah. we sure? I feel like Terry Richardson would try to immortalize himself that way. Yeah. Well, it was, it, and it was just horrible because I remember it it jumped up on Stacy's lap. She's like, "It's so cute." I'm like, "Babe, its penis is still out." And uh-huh. she's like, "I can feel it." Look. Oh, I'm gonna be gross. Like a little wet noodle on its on a leg. People keep trying to convince me to get a dog, and this is not helping. <laughs> all I you just gotta, don't want to deal with that. All you gotta do. So though. he told me Yours the part. Well, he told me the part behind. It. Apparently, it, <laughs> just images. Gross. It's dry, so it can't retract. Nah, stop. <laughs> That is disgusting. Pause. Yeah. On that note, let's start the, uh, the right. podcast. <laughs> so, yes, uh, welcome back. Well, no, that's your part. Yeah. Thanks, man. Sorry. I'm just well, welcome back to Fresh and Zesty, guys. Number one music podcast in Australia. Facts. Where we give you, yeah, facts. Where we give you the tips and the shares to help get you famous. Yeah, we'll get you famous. All right. Uh, today, we have joining us a beautiful friend of mine and a lovely singer and a lovely person, Aww. Peter May. Hi. How you doing? That was so beautiful. I... Like I'm a real sucker for compliments. I, they're really nice. Do you and cry when me. someone compliments you? Actually, no. I get uncomfortable for the most part. Ah. Well, it depends who it is and what it is. Interesting. But I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on receiving them better. Yeah. Well, the best yeah. person to speak to is Stacy. Okay. I, I told her she looked beautiful this morning. She started crying. See, guys laugh, girls go, oh. So do you just. That's nice. <laughs> well, for me, it's like, so you obviously don't compliment her that often. 
<laughs> that's a good point. Maybe you need to initial raise reaction. But there's the thing: if you give it too much, they don't accept it. I feel like you know? I feel like you've taken treat of me and keep them keen really too far. far. <laughs> too far, or the right amount that it really just hits when I give it to her. What happens when you bring flowers? I haven't. Uh, In the two years we've been we've been married, um, I haven't yet. Okay. Uh, Look, um, I, I think you should do that within the next two weeks. I'm curious. I'm cu- I'm just curious to see what Look, happens. My issue with it though is I don't want to give her something that is blossoming and then dies, and go. This is representation of our. What about cactus? You call the cactus, babe? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I am a bit of a brick, <laughs> so it would be representational <laughs> this re- this relationship. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I think the gesture is what it's really about. So so taking her out to lunch and dinner yesterday is a good gesture? I feel like you're married, so like... I mean... You gotta eat. Or anyway. would you rather flowers? Because I'm on a budget here. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think you can't like substitute quality time in a relationship for gifts. You need quality time That's true. more than Facts. anything else. So however you get that in, that's a priority. For mm. me, but I'm single. So, like, <laughs> am I really the best person to ask? I don't know. Well, yeah. that actually is a good point because, like, one thing that really shits me is single people who give parenting advice on how to parent. How can you give advice on something that you've never experienced? That is my thing, hundred percent. People need to learn that. Yeah. As as a rule of thumb in life, that mm. you shouldn't be giving advice on things you've never experienced or that you're not versed on. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pet peeve of mine too. Well, same as like even people in like do relationship courses, like Matthew Hussey or whatever his name is. I'm like, dude, you're single. <laughs> like, why? Why are these women flocking Something's to you? Something's not right. Yeah, and like this guy kills it. Like he has women flocking, and they're like, he just knows everything. I'm like, then why is he single? Yeah, it's everything in life is contextual. So I, I'm skeptical about someone giving like blanket advice for every situation because yeah. it there's, it's not yeah. a one-size-fits-all approach. Nothing yeah. in life really no, is. Course, so yeah. that's my stance. I take everything with a grain of salt. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, we were listening to a podcast. Oh, but you weren't. Stacey and I was. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, you can call me Stacey. Sorry. <laughs> um, and <laughs> the, uh, yeah, there is a thing. Like, a lot of people now really oversimplify everything where, like, all things are important. Like, you know, like all of this type of um, uh, uh, occupation, they have, you have to listen to all of them. It's like, no, there's fucking bad ones in that and there's great ones in that. Mm. So yeah, that oversimplifies is bad, man. There's a lot more nuance and I feel like our our language now, like with being like literally everything, like we're very dramatic with Mm. the way we explain (laughs) things. I am too, like I'm not any better than anyone else, but I feel like that gives like a tendency to overgeneralize things yeah, by being like literally everything is like bad yeah it's like, mm, it's like no nah, it's not but even i get bad, where you're going with this even bad shit has good come out of it like mm. corona i fucking loved the time i enjoyed it once i really talking about this the other day i yeah. did too why did why did you enjoy it look there's a few reasons i and i want to be mindful of the fact that it's been challenging for other people i don't want to sound like an asshole by being like i had a really good time well, i don't think you do though like because again everyone has different experiences yeah. like we know people have had troubles we're not discounting that mm. but why yeah why i mean everyone had different experiences what was your why do you like it well i think all things considered i've had a good year in general from like just thinking about july last year to now i just feel like 
I've gotten so much more clarity about who I am as a person and what I want to do and who I want to be. And yeah, I, I just, that's been a really good like process for mm. me. And I think with Corona, it just gave everyone an opportunity to take a couple of steps back and slow yeah. down because to me, what was happening before Corona was not normal. Like the like excess like capitalism <laughs> and and the pressure to be productive all the time. Yeah, that was it was reaching such extreme heights that I just don't think it was sustainable anyway. Like clearly it wasn't because we had a global pandemic. So <laughs> yeah, I I think I just felt a bit more relaxed when yeah. I was like gifted the time to do some self yeah. exploration. Yeah. So. Mm. That's that's very true because it was that yeah, I agree with that. It it, it did it, it broke everyone's routine. Mm. Like I know so many people who are not going back to their jobs. Mm. You know, I'm one of them. I'm not going back to one of my businesses because I was just like, cool with this time, which was I mean, look, yeah, super fortunate with being here with you know JobKeeper and all that sort of stuff. Like, I mean, I'm the first one to say it. I'm like, look, if if I'm completely honest, yeah, cool, having JobKeepers. Mad, I would I would never want that to win. It's a lazy mentality, but you know, mm. that's realistic. But yeah, there's so many people who don't want to go back to their jobs. Mm. Um, I think a lot of relationships have either blossomed or really. Oh fallen. my gosh, that's so yeah. true. <clears throat> you know, like yeah. but I think as well, like people probably realize too, like even I know with Stace and I, there is a limit of how much we can hang out. Mm. You know, and that's not a bad thing. You know, like and it's making me appreciate a little bit of space. Mm. Um, and I think other people in relationships too. I mean, you guys are single, so I mean, I feel like I'm having well, just single. my opinion. I <laughs> mean, I have had partners before. I know oh, okay. what it's okay. like. But I just you said I, you were very single before. I am so very I'm, single now. What does that mean? Just are you very single? Man, I'm, I've been very single for like Jamie? six years. Like my inspiration. Not really? Because he's just <clears throat> in his in his vibe like you're just doing what you want to do and i think that's such an important that's part fair. of being in your 20s like at least for a season to just for a se yeah i'll take that i'll take for that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know I think you need to know what you want before you I, sign up to something yeah I like agree. such a big commitment i agree i, I yeah. yeah i totally agree with that it's like you know i'm i'm not afraid to you know put my time where i want to put it you know and I mean? you don't have to answer to anyone. Look, that is all. I mean, and I know that sounds really negative. When I, I have say to answer it like to that. a lot of people. That's true. Like, like you. Sorry. Like, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'm quite demanding. <laughs> but like, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> there's like, I, you know, I still have to answer to people because that's my job. But yeah, like, a hundred percent. There's no one telling me like, no. I want to spend time with you this weekend. Yeah. Like, which there, like, there is something good with that, but there also there is the counter to that. There there's is a counter where I literally spend all of my time in this one room. Well, well, <laughs> I'm socially awkward now too. I have really yeah, awkward. no idea how to talk to people outside. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of my environment of the studio or even, even behind the bar. Last time I was behind the bar working, I realized that I'd been in the studio so much. I'd sort of forgotten how to talk. 100 behind the bar and my bar yes. chat and i was like oh this is bad i can't even fall back <laughs> on this form of interaction yeah wow <laughs> well that's what because i just i just signed up to um it's like a networking club thing yeah <clears throat> sorry about that that's um 
look, it was it's six grand sign up. Jesus. But it's like, but you get him, you get put in the room with like CEOs and all that sort of stuff. Because mm. I said to Stace, I'm like, I've realized working at the gym, um, even though like we do this stuff and whatever, my network isn't growing. Yeah. You know, like I know all three thousand people that go to that gym, but it's not what I need for what I need. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I had experience with this club called Cub. Um, and I was like, I need to go back to that place. If I want to go to the next level, like what we say all the time with music, like if you want to networking is everything. Like there's that saying, your network is your net worth, mm. you know? 100%. And I'm like, well, fuck at the moment, my net worth, I need to network needs to come up. So yeah, yeah six grand at first, like, mm. it's for a year. So I was like, ah, it's not that bad. And then when they were explaining what they do, I'm like, holy shit, like I'm going to be talking with some fucking ballers. Yeah. And to put it in perspective, when you do the sign-up fee on it, they're asking you like, you know, the generic questions. And like with everything, it's like, what's your bracket of income? The opening bracket was less than a million dollars. Up to $50 million plus a year. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm in the first bracket. <laughs> Like, and like, I got to stay I'm like, I have a feeling I'm going to be around uh, quite a few wealthy people, babe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. Like, you know, like it, it's, it comes back to the whole thing. And it was the same as when you, when you want to change your mentality on things and like grow, not just in business or whatever, like as a person, if you say for me, like every time that I've gone and been like, you know what? Nah, this year I want to get my eating right. I want to work out more. I want to go to the gym, whatever. Like you have to surround yourself with the people that are going to lead you on that lifestyle. 100%. You know what I mean? And that's like everything. It's like if yeah. if I want to be in the studio every day, I surround myself that are in the studio, people in the studio every day. Yeah. Like yeah. And going back to relationships, like ideally if you're in a partnership, like you, you're in a relationship, that person is supportive of your growth and they're helping, they're propelling you forward. Mm. Yeah. That's the benefit of being in a relationship that fits right. But yeah. if you're not, it's a hundred steps back. Yeah. And that's the issue. Like yeah, it's sure. either right or it's fucking wrong. Yeah. And there's really no in between, I don't think. You also so. have to explore though. Like, that's the thing. I think people want to know everything before it's happened. Mm. And that's where a lot, especially now, like, you know. I want uh, everything so quickly. Yeah. You know, like, oh, not even that. Like we need well, to you know wanna, what's going to happen. Same yeah. with music. Like yeah. how many people are like, oh, I've, I'm coming up with ideas in my head and then, then, I'll, then I'm ready to write my song. Absolutely not. Mm. You know, like every song I've seen you do, it's just like, I'm just fucking blah. And then you're like, ooh, I know what I'm doing. And like you're putting the piece, Mr. Potato Head. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, Look, you know, like, I feel like a better lesson is not like what you want, it's what you don't want. And the only yes. way that mm. you figure that out is by trial and error. Trial and error yeah. and 100%. failing and making those mistakes and taking those risks. So, yeah. yeah. Like it's definitely. That's probably been the most valuable lesson that I've learned mm. in like the last year from like July to now. Yeah. Mm. You have to Is know what you do. Is Matthew McConaughey that said that? I don't know. Cause I, think I, I kind of I, thought I made it up, but maybe I'm sorry, I didn't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you under by that. No, because I, I think I watched a video like two weeks ago and he's saying that. He goes, the most important thing is not what you want, it's what you don't want. Mm. And it's like you're slowly knocking down those things so that you can start figuring out, all right, this is where yeah. I have to go. Um yeah, like honing in on those things. Mm. Yeah, but that's just been so true of my life that yeah. it's just like such a resonating <laughs> lesson for me that I just want to share it. I'm like a prophet. Mm. <laughs> Go for it. 
Yeah. No, it's okay. Have, I'm done. You have though. the camera. Oh. <laughs> so you have I the camera. I don't want to get too like a motivational speaker because I feel like I have a tendency to do that. Look, it's look. I mean, we've we've had our spiral sessions. Oh, so often. So like you have to stop me from talking about like things. capitalism yeah. and the patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Warming. I can dive in that because you mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm 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 the same as him. Like I mean, I'm the same as you. I'll just start chatting. Like I love conspiracy theories, not because I believe them, but I'm like, you know, again, possibilities. People need to like be able to think outside their thought prisons. Mm. Yes, and they're they're, they're a good way. <laughs> Sorry, but no, conspiracy theories it's are like true. a good flex. Like it's yeah. a good exercise to be like, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. But then you need to be able to look into those conspiracy theories with, all right, am I just putting my own bullshit on it? Yeah, you know, like, fact checking yeah. is like, important. I've got a conspiracy theory that I told Stacey that I literally made up around the whole riots thing. I'm like, look, this is how easy it is to make up one these days. And I made one up. I'm not going to tell you guys because I'm actually going to make it into a meme and spread it. <laughs> and see. Oh, God. Fabulous. What is it? <laughs> I can't tell you. We're going we're gonna to revisit this one later. But I, I, even as I'm telling Stacey, I'm like, okay, so this around with that, then this, I go, pretty plausible, right? Automatically, she's trying to be like, well, hold on. Well, how about this wouldn't work? I'm like, I just told you I made that up. But already there was enough plausibility for it to be realistic based on the language that I used mm. and the sequence of events. And the problem is now like so many people, there's no conversation anymore. As soon as I go, well, hold on. I agree with you 90%, but that 10% at the end doesn't make sense. It's like you're 100% against me now. Yeah. You know, like there's no... there's it's no black and white. Mm. Yeah. And mm. then like, I mean, the issue is like xenophobic racism um sexism misogyny as soon as you throw that at someone that person can't have a conversation with you mm. you know what i mean like yeah and it, it's it's a very easy like shut up you know like i i used one discussion we won't go into it but there was one with um something to do with around racism but i said there was like i agree with 90 percent of what you're saying there's this one part that doesn't really make sense though and they're like oh so you're saying it's okay to beat beat black people and beat um children i'm like that was a jump mm. you know like and it, it's unfortunate now because i feel like we by that mentality we're just becoming more and more segregated definitely and i think people i think it's just part of our kind of like physiological makeup that we just we like to categorize things we like things mm. to be black and white it's all the illusion of control mm. and being able to yeah, I guess predict what's going to happen and, and who someone's going to be. Yeah. And I think people cling to that because at the core of things, we don't like change. Mm. Yeah. And I think when people are presented with new information, for some reason they would rather cling to what they already know because maybe it makes them feel safe yeah. well, that it's way. It's, it's a survival true. thing too. Mm. I mean, we've spoken about it many like. Many, many times. I talk a lot about in these podcasts as well, like the, the biases that we have, you know, like mm. we need them. Uh, unfortunately, it does end up making problems, but it also keeps you alive. Mm. So like it has it has good and bad, but yeah, confirmation bias, anchor bias, all those ones that all of a sudden you, you have a conversation and hearing something different. I mean, it's our reaction to just mm. be like, ah. like mm. we have to do flex that muscle of, <laughs> all right, open, listen, Evaluate because again, everything has positive and negative. You know, COVID, mm. so many positives, so many. Mm. Probably, like, to be fair, besides, like, besides the horrible deaths and like loss of jobs, they're the only, those are the only two real negatives. Yeah. Mm. Everything else is like, okay, cool. We've realized we can work from home if we need to. That knocks out hours out of our life that we've been wasting in a car. 
and we can spend yeah. time with our family. We've noticed, all right, I mean, I've, I learned a lot about humanity. Yeah. Like I learned fuck loads. One, it's hard to talk to someone when they're so emotionally loaded. Like, you know, like this is the beginning of the devil coming back from like, you know, this is, this is revelations. And I'm like, what, what are you talking Who about? Who are you talking to? Bro, my <laughs> Facebook was lit up with like people I work with and stuff like going on about this is the beginning of like the devil coming back and, you know, the, the classic people at the top pulling strings and stuff. And they're going, <sighs> I mean, for me, like the most obvious appraisal of COVID is that it's a symptom of a broken system. Like, obviously, we're doing something wrong. This is not, as I said, it wasn't working the way it was. And I think having to take a step back was really good for humanity. Yeah. And the environment, which is yeah, positive. Was, yeah, was, but how quick but does everyone bounce back? Like, I heard so well, many fear. people. We will. And that's, that's the mm. sad thing is, like, how many people did you hear at the start of this that, I mean, racism went, I mean... It, went so over the top where people were like, you know, fuck China. And they were oh, like, I will, never, big problem. I will never buy from China again. I will never do this. China's this, China's that. China I, owns us all. Like, I'm just going to put that's it the out thing. there. But anyway. <laughs> they, play, they, wait, they play a better game than us, you know? Like, um, but I said to Stace, I'm like, I give it two weeks until people are buying Chinese products again. All the, the same people that are like, F them. Mm. Yeah. And already it's like, hey, here's an Aussie item and here's a Chinese item that's half the price. Oh, you know, I'm doing it really tough right now. I'll buy the cheaper item. Like, yeah, we've, we've bounced back to well, we everything. I was watching The Good Place recently, and they were like, I won't get into the context of it too much, but basically they were saying the whole message of the show is that there's no way to be a completely moral person on earth because no. every decision you make has a negative impact on somebody. Yeah whether it be you or someone else, and that's the nature of the system that we live under. Mm. But also with the racism thing when everyone's like, oh, fuck China, something that occurred to me, I was like, okay, but you're not going to say that when you're dying in the hospital and a Chinese doctor's <laughs> helping you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's all very, Yeah. it's just... Well, it's yeah. all or nothing. Yeah. You know, like, the fact people were fighting over toilet them. paper, like... Yeah. Bro, that, that was so was weird. I was like, get it, get, what are they called? The, um, um, the things, a bidet, get a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> that was my thing. Get in yeah. the shower. Well, like, it's not the worst. Have, have, have you, you gone camping? Yeah. Have you seen, <laughs> um, no, no, do you want to, so this is what's weird. Have, did you, obviously, when shit hit the fan, uh, I was, <laughs> lol. I went straight into um, watching Doomsday Preppers. <clears throat> <clears throat> Best show, by the way. So Doomsday Preppers. Obviously, I watched a couple of them. Like, all right, these are fucking whack job. Like, really one-off things. Like, you know, there's gonna be a succession of cyclones through this peninsula, and all of a sudden we're gonna have pure anarchy. I'm like, that's fucking specific. <laughs> so I, go I googled what what was the one because they have a rating system. What is the top one? What is the what is the guy who top like scored the best result for this Doomsday show? So this guy he bought an AT and T tower. Spent another additional seven million US doing this place up, um, and he was in preparation of a chemical warfare thing, like a virus going around, or like anthrax or something like that. So this thing's like out the wazoo. It is locked tight. Every entry point has a UV station where you have to go in and full on like like it was insane. And when most doomsday preppers stock up on like food and like mm. everything else, he was stocking up on toilet paper. 
because he goes, that's the first thing that goes in a, in a global panic. I'm like, what the fuck does this guy know that we didn't know? Legit. So I feel Jesus. I've thought about that too. And I feel like there's certain patterns that can be like observed over time. Like, you know, this is probably like a kind of left field example, but with trends, how like, you know, 90s fashion is starting to come yeah. back in and like it all just kind of Love cycles it. that way. Mm. I feel like there are patterns that emerge that people can start kind of tracking like there was someone that wrote a book in like 1982 or something um and i saw an excerpt from it and it was like in 2020 there's gonna be a global virus oh, i saw Wu-Tang. that it's like yeah how how do you know that but mm-hmm. obviously there's well i would think that there's some patterns or things that they yeah. can observe that like mm support the evidence of that happening yeah there's also so many things out there though now where it is quite easy to find someone who's predicted something true yeah. you know what i mean like ostradamus <laughs> predicted like thousands of things and got like 10 right and everyone's like he's a great philosopher it's like bro i can't like, yeah you know like and some of it is intuition like yeah. you, you can observe it in yeah, society and the way that things yeah kind mm. of progress i think but mm. hey maybe i'm cynical yeah well, I just think there's there's a beauty in accepting that there's chaos in life. You know, like life is chaos. Like everyone thinks nature is this beautiful thing. And when you're in nature, it's, you know, you're at peace and blah, blah, blah. There's fucking bugs, man. Bro. Like not just that. Have you ever seen <laughs> the snakes? Have you ever everywhere. seen a crocodile eat a wallaby? Because like that happened when mm. I was in Kakadu. Yeah. Nature is <laughs> chaos, dude. And then humans like, try yeah. to make order out of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like yes. that would have been hectic. It's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't enjoy watching it. But like, well, have you seen the Have you seen the boa constrictor catch a deer? Yeah, bro. Don't. Oh, don't! I can't. Okay, uh, you see that? Okay. That's hilarious. yeah. Like I was, I'm, I was very quick to go get that. There. I'm across like, it. So like it's big in its stomach. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's I mean, like bizarre. it catches it out of the water, and this snake like just basically like just superplexes yeah. this freaking deer just <laughs> around it. And no, I'm not about that. So I'm crazy. Not into that. But like, I know it happens. And like what we were talking about before, control is an illusion that we yeah. cling to yeah. so hard as people. And I feel like capitalism gives us that ability to mm. like be in a routine and to like strive for these goals mm. that feel really tangible. But I at think, the end I of think the day, every system though would give you that though. You well, know, yeah, like every social system. You know, like gives socialism, you some order. communism. Every single system, there's winners and losers. Like that's unfortunate. That's life, you know. Like there's winners and there's losers in nature. Like you know, there's deers that are like the beast, and then there's deers that just get fucked. You know, like um, I think that our quest of ideological, like being ideological, where everyone's on even field, it's it's not really a possibility too, because then there's people who are ingrained to work harder. And then there's people who are ingrained to not work harder. It's not just that. Some people have more opportunities to work harder there, and to access there is that. those. There is, of mm. course, is that. But even even if you put, I think they did studies and they said in it, um, if you had a system where you even started from ground zero and you had a hundred people, yeah, and they all got started off with arbitrary number, hundred bucks, they go <laughs> within pretty quickly. That money will already start going to a, a few people. Because again, how humans are designed, like there's people who mm. are who like good now, and there's people who understand the benefit of good, like better later. Mm. You know, that's that's just how humans are. Yeah. So it's um, you know, there's 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 really no real answer. 
because yeah, it's hard to conceptualize what equality looks like one because we've never had it and is mm. it possible like you said i'm i'm not sure if it is i i'm, I'm a feminist like i practice feminism i mm. believe that everyone should have equal opportunities but at the same time the system that we're under is inherently the oppression of other people like that's that's how it works like some yeah. people benefit and some people don't and the more our population grows how can we like it's just harder to police mm. everyone and yeah yeah i, do, I just throughout don't know what history it would look it's like. yeah, throughout history it's always been like that you know like people every civilization has started really from a hard time gotten really strong created a safe environment and then another like another culture or another community will come in that's doing it tough. These people have had it good and now weak and they'll just take it out. You know, like mm. that, that's, it's, it's history repeats itself over and over again. Mm. And where it's at this time now where it's, there's a lot of people at the end of being stuck in a good time. Like it's like with kids that are rich, mm. like, you know, like it's very easy for us to look at an arbitrary statistic like income and just go, oh, that person earns 30 grand a year, they're oppressed, and then this person earns a million a year and he's happy, when if that was the case, you wouldn't have millionaires committing suicide. Mm. You wouldn't have people who are earning $30,000 a year in pure fucking bliss because what they what they have, they're so grateful for. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that's where a lot of, especially today where we have so many people putting their opinions on everything and their own biases on it, like... <clears throat> If you like, I'm sure there's people out there somewhere that look at Amazonian tribes who earn no dollars a year and they're oppressed and they, they deserve to have like an income like we do when we're putting our own biases on that particular example and then we're pulling away their, their happiness. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think like if there's anything that I've learned, depression and other any illness, it doesn't discriminate. Like it doesn't matter. Mm. Steve Jobs got cancer. Like it doesn't matter yeah. who you are or what you have. There are some things, it sounds obviously really cliche, but there are some things that money can't fix. And yeah. that's why I think Corona has been good in a way because people tend to set their whole lives up around like the goals they, they have with income and mm. making money when a lot of the times I feel like that like rat race and, and the whole fast paced nature of life is just like a coping mechanism and a distraction from what's really important and yeah. what really needs to be addressed. And it, it worries me that people could spend their whole life kind of climbing this symbolic mountain yeah. and then get to the top and be like, okay, what next? Mm. Cause yeah. as humans, like we're goal driven. I think yeah. we have to kind of accept and this is going to sound really cynical, but we need to accept a level of dissatisfaction in ourselves. Like yeah. we're never going to be completely satisfied. And the paradox is that once you accept that you're never going to be completely satisfied, you become satisfied. Mm, yeah. Because well, it's that thing enjoying the journey rather than the goal. You know, yeah. like, like even when we did our shows, like when I did my shows, that's when I, that's when I first experienced the emptiness of achieving a goal was having my shows, selling them out three from three and the day after, you're like on a little bit of a high still. Three days later, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Like you either, <laughs> you work to get that thing. And then when you get that thing, you worry about keeping that thing. Mm. Or you're like, do I actually yeah. want that thing? Or what's next? Like, it's just. It's a constant. It's really important yeah. to like 
see that cycle happening. You can't always yeah. stop it, but you can at least like take a step back from it and be like, okay, yeah. that's mm. what this well, is. Well, that's why that's why humans are so advanced because we are driven by what can we do next. You know, like I think um, it is an important thing that we have. And that characteristic, like, I, I don't know, you're talk, sort of talking to someone who is like, let's do this, let's do that, let's do oh, this. Oh, same. Like, I love it. Same. So, okay, cool. Well, is and, you know, and I think that's the thing. It's like you said, slowing down was so, I loved it. Like now it's like, fuck, you should see my house. There's like 18 palm trees inside my apartment. Love it. And I've got a little like meditation station. But you I'm now. Of, you have a lot of foliage in your house. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Now there's bugs. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, now the chaos is coming in. The order's gone. <laughs> like, fuck it. But, you know, like that was the thing. Like I got stuck in, again, because the money was coming easier with PT. But the problem with PT for me is it's time for money trading. I couldn't scale it. And like after six years, I'm like, cool, I know I can make money now. How do I make something that I can scale? Because for me, it's the money is just a quantifiable representation of achievement, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's just for me. Like, and it's not like a, you know, I'm not going to all of a sudden go sell drugs because I know I can make more money. Like, that's not what I mean. But, you know, like there's a point now, all right, cool. How can I achieve the lifestyle I want with the income maintenance so that I can now scale? And like, that's for me where I'm like, I think that's where people can really become beneficial. Uh, sorry, that argument of our goals is a good thing, you know? Um, and even in systems, like if you want to go with the capitalistic thing with this, like, you know, you got the boss who earns the most money, you got the people that below him who earn less, that's also a fair system provided they're not completely dicking the staff because the people that are typically working for this CEO, the CEO is there trying to like, he's moving the chess piece so that they have jobs, but also then can push out products and everything else. And if shit goes South, he then has to wear a big debt. Whereas the staff, whereas the staff just go, well, fuck, I got no job. Mm. Mm. You know, like, so th there's, there is that thing where it's like, is it, would it be fair that someone who's making these big moves and then just saying to their troops, their staff, all right, I need you to do this, I need you to do that, blah, blah, blah. But if shit goes south, your income's going to be consistent, but I'm going to be fucked. I think that person at the top does deserve a bigger slice of the pie because at the end of the day, though, there's a lot of years where they don't. Like, mm -hmm. you know, how many CEOs do you know did like five years and the money that's coming in is going straight back in the business. And then, yeah. you know, like my friend, his parents are worth just short of 250 million. The mm. first 20 years, they lived in a shack. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, they, <coughs> they, and their staff didn't. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, cool, they, they delayed that satisfaction. So all of a sudden, now they fucking live the high life. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, but sure. not many people are prepared to forego 20 years living in a shack. You know, most people want stuff now because that's how marketing pulls us in. Like, mm. we want the now, like, especially phones. Like, you have to wait. At, your internet's down for 10 minutes. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah, ah! we have very mm. short attention spans. You know? So. I think that, like, kind of what I'm getting from what you're saying is I just, I feel like people are encouraged too heavily to, to strive to be leaders when. Yes, yes. We, not everyone should be a leader. Not everyone should feel compelled to be a leader. 100%. Because we There's can't. a lot of headaches with that. Well, <laughs> it, it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't. It doesn't work as a system. Not everyone can be a leader. There has to be 
followers in order for a leader to actually Lead. exist. Yeah. So if there's no soldiers, there's no army. Yeah. 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 So that's that's kind of my stance on that. But um, mm. you know, you know how I feel about like I feel like I've spoken about people that are billionaires before. I just don't believe anyone should have a billion dollars. I think a billion dollars is a policy failure. Yeah. And it's just too much money for one person to have. Even if it is in assets, obviously they don't just have it like sitting there. Yeah. But I still think it's too much money. Especially given that I Apple got valued at like one point two five trillion dollars yeah. or something. Well Jeff Bezos is on his way to becoming a trillionaire, which unsettles me deeply. Mm. And well, I, that's I agree the thing with, with Amazon. Amazon, like they masquerade as being like left, and it's like no, you know, they're so unethical. They're so right, like you know, as in you know the as direction. In right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and that's the thing, like because you know, as soon as there's a, a, a sort of um, emotional thing, which I attribute, like I'm not right or left. I'm like I'm pretty much in the middle, maybe a little bit right, because I, you know, but you know, they're very quick to being on like the emotional thing, like you know we. We want these rights and this, that, and this, that. And I'm like, but you guys take away rights in other areas. You know, they pay their staff pretty lousy. Mm. Um, they automate. They'll cut jobs like that straight away to make more money. Like, you yeah. don't get to being a the size of Amazon by doing things. Right. Ethically. 100% mm. ethically. Yeah. That's, uh, that's my issue with being a billionaire. Like, I just don't think mathematically there's a way to get there without stepping on other people or exploiting resources and stay away from Miami. Oh, I Miami is a sunny place (laughs) for shady people. And and, (laughs) like, I I agree with what you're saying. I think goals are like, like we need structure in our days and we need, we need goals as individuals. Obviously I think that there's like an extreme side of the the spectrum. Like there is for anything else where it's harmful and it's damaging. And to me, Jeff Bezos is the the um, perfect example of that because yeah. I just think he's like awful. And people are like, they're like, oh, but he, like they're billionaires, like they have enough money to fix all the world's problems. And I'm like, yeah, but the reason they're billionaires is because they don't care about anyone else. Yeah. So like, why? Yeah. Well, That's it's that, it's that tricky thing. Like, I mean, he's he's created a lot of jobs. I mean, you know what I mean? Like yeah. with without Amazon, you've got a lot of jobless people. Mm-hmm. Um, without Amazon, you've got a lot of people waiting for items to be delivered in two or three weeks. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, like, so it's, they always say like, you make more money, same as artists, you make more money by the problems you're solving. That's why the artists that have cult followings is because they are tapping into something emotionally that people can't access. That, uh, can't access. Um, and so with all the, like, and again, rich artists, rich, like billionaires, <clears throat> They are still solving a lot of problems. The problem is like the, the way the capitalist system is meant to work is it does this. The problem is it sort of does this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's a very um, flawed system, but yeah, I know what you mean. Well, everything in, in the idea works. Socialism as a theory works. Capitalism as a theory works. Communism as a theory works. Humans don't work like some don't work some work but you know what i mean like <laughs> no no i know what you mean and this goes back to what we were talking about before like i think there's like a duality to this yeah. like there's what i said can be true and what you said can also be yeah. true without us being like yeah. on opposing sides yeah. mm. but um yeah like i just hate him so <laughs> yeah well have you seen the one with the um what is it someone someone was driving uh 
a Jaguar or a Bentley or some fucking expensive car. Mm. And someone goes, you know, you could use that money to actually help people, right? And he broke down how much that car has actually helped people. He goes, it created a job for like the designer, the CEO, the, um, you know, the person who actually built it. Uh, it basically breaks it down. He goes, so my money's actually helped like 50 different people. Mm. And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> if you want to justify it that way, I guess that makes sense. But I don't know. I'm, I look, I, I understand what you're saying. I agree. Yeah, well, it, you know, like, it comes down to what problems, like, I mean, what people you're trying to help. You don't yeah, exactly. It's yeah. yeah, sure. It helps those yeah. people. But it helps capitalism. I, I assume the person saying you could have used that money to help people was talking about homelessness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other but issues. But again, no, like you can't solve that. Just exactly. Like, like one person one, can't solve that. One Jaguar thing. isn't gonna <laughs> isn't gonna solve homelessness. <laughs> so yeah, it's Appar- kind of a apparently Vegas can fix um, all the clean water in the world, though. No, one, that wouldn't whole, surprise the me. The whole to strip be can fix something like it's either clean water and food, or nah. it's just clean water. What, like because of how much money? But what, are they, yeah, but what do they do instead? Do they exploit everyone who enters? Yeah, Vegas is a cesspool. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. It is so fun though. Just I went saying. there when I was seven. Yeah, it's not, a, not the so same when you're 21. Obviously yeah. enjoyed the strip clubs. Mm, I mean, okay, so we were staying, I was obviously <laughs> with my family. Offer, did you ever offer cocaine? Because they seem to offer that to Always. everyone. Always. I, I was seven. I was like, you're seven. give it to me. <laughs> Your no. mom was like, okay. <laughs> no, we, we booked uh, the Stratosphere, which is like a very adult hotel. And my parents, I guess, didn't realize that it was so adult until we got there. Just and they're like, uh, like this the whole time. yeah, pretty much. So we had to, we changed hotels because it was. Cause you had to. We had to, <laughs> like it was, I don't know why we went there, but it's whatever. <laughs> it's done now. We'll go again when you're like, you know, now adult. Adult is, it's a different experience. Go, and it's one of those things like. Go back to the Stratus. <laughs> yeah, go back. She'd be like, okay, I, that's why I couldn't see it. I think I've had my fill for the lifetime. Like I'm, I'm good on Vegas. Yeah, right. You never say never. I might go. It's just one of those things. Like you need to just like I want to go there because I was there when I was 21. Mm -hmm. I was there when I was 24. Um, I was there when I was 26. I'm there. (laughs) I was there a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, like, I want to, I want to experience it when I'm 40, and I want to experience it when I'm 60 because it's, it's different. It's not like when you're 60, you're going there and you're hitting the clubs no, no you're hitting the pokies <laughs> yeah with the with the casino no, I mean, like, oxygen you, you go there you go to vegas and you're watching cirque du soleil you're watching shows i saw a lot of the know, dance like, when i was there oh, that wow. was nice that would be been, cool yeah that would have been mad. michael flatley yeah Man, that guy can move have you seen his feet Man. it's crazy i was like wow like they're like not attached to his body he could tap 28 times a second that's crazy mm. man. yeah i had trouble tapping like three times a minute <laughs> yeah, I'm very, I'm very heavy. Shuffle footed. ball change, bro, was the bane of my. There's not even shuffle a ball hard change. What is that? I'm not Dude, getting it. I used to do the wings. You know the. I could not. Oh, I could never. Those are hard. I, could, I took tap for four years. Could never do wings. Did you do tap as well? Tap and jazz dancing. Yeah. Me too. That was the two I did. Yeah. And people said I was. They're the gay. most fun. Oh Clearly, yeah. People said I was gay a lot. I was like, at least it's not like ballet. Not an attack against guys who do ballet. Like those guys are jokes. They make bank. At, Bro. They also break their toes. I don't want to. I mean, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want to be a ballerina with a foot fetish. Like you, you're set up for failure there. Well, I think it's more like you don't want to be a ballerina that takes feet pictures. <laughs> 
Although I'm probably sure there's a market in that man. too. And that, that worries man. me, man. That, <laughs> like, oh yeah, show me those beaten up feet. Mm. Oh, bro, like, I uh, think there's a market for everything. There really is. There really is. Like, look, if there's a black internet. So there was a website. Did you hear that? That web. Um, what was that TV show? No, that was a Netflix special of Be Kind of Cats or something like that. Oh, yeah, Don't oh, Fuck With Cats. So yeah, I, yeah. I saw two people post about it. I sort of like, you know, I research it first. So like Wikipedia, what's what's the go? Like why mm. are people like, it's so disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked. So I made the error when we were in Columbus, Ohio. After I was like Wikipediaing it, they referenced the websites that this guy was posting it on. Bro. I'm an inquisitive guy. I went to one of those websites. Oh. And oh, my God. Oh, you. So the title image for this one was, at first I thought it was fake, but it was a an, a woman who uh, probably, I think she was like Asian or she was probably like Vietnamese or in that like, you know, ethnicity. And she's tied like that and she's on a spit with the pole jammed through her throat, nah, down nah. through her whole torso. Stop it. And I go to Stacey, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And I go, nah. she's actually dead. And then, so I scroll further on, and <laughs> it's like an old school, look, man, I had some questions that needed answers, okay? <laughs> Do you feel like you've answered them now? I'm getting there. Then, so... We, visits I get, every week. <laughs> yeah. I just check for the updates. Uh, but, so I get down to like, you know how like old, like is, this website has not been updated since, like, yeah. you know, I'll probably hit them up, all right, guys, checks in the mail, I'll make it a little pretty. But like... It's like old school blog where it's like just text rich and like the categories. Yeah. Mm. And it's like the categories are like murder, Ugh. decapitation, rape, like every fucked up thing you can think of, like mutilation. And I'm like, holy shit. And I look at the numbers on it. Like each category has like eight to 10,000 videos plus of all these categories. And I'm like, why are these people... Like, if, if the authorities know these websites exist, why the fuck are they not shutting them down? You know? But yeah. I, but, I mean, the, the, then I sort of thought, I'm like, all right, maybe they, like, maybe the cops are using it to try and find these people. Cause they they're do, gonna, actually. They're going to commit those crimes anyway. But, like, they I, actually I didn't do. see anything past that fucking header image. I was like, yeah, I am. Um, I w- was listening to a podcast that I discontinued because it was too much mentally for me but i was listening to a podcast um where they were talking to a woman who like she's a an investigator and she her field is like pedophilia and and child Mm. pornography and like they have to watch the videos to to identify where it is who it is it's part of the job so yeah like they do serve a purpose in like finding them But yeah, they are like angel people. Like I, that yeah. is a big job to take on. Well, we were having a discussion just before this, like where, like that shit, it happens. It's fucking atrocious. But where now it's like again, I'm worried about our kids. Like you know, like my I was saying before, like if I have, when we have a son, because we are going to have one too. Actually, um, did you know about this, Stacey? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, we made the I was just making sure. I, was, yeah. I didn't know you guys could plan it like that. That's insane. Crazy. Is that how far we've come now? Yeah, like it's like avatars. Like, you know, they're just like. <laughs> oh, hectic. Yeah, it's pretty cool, cool actually. Yo, that like, makes medicine's come a long way. I feel like that makes childbirth way more fun. It's actually exciting, especially when you put a sword in the hand. Like, you do, anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Um, 
I'm worried about like this line of where you can be talking to someone who you genuinely can think they are of age and they're lying to you. But then in, in the eyes of the law, you're actually soliciting pedophilia. Like I, I like Tiger. Tiger was talking to a 14-year-old thinking that she was 21. Mm-hmm. And you look at the photo. She doesn't look 14. You know? Look, as a culture, I think, like this isn't the answer to the question completely, but obviously like women are really encouraged to be youthful even up until they're like fucking 80. Like men are allowed to age essentially and women aren't. It depends how you age. Well, yeah. So, so <laughs> men, I think because we're kind of told what's beautiful by like conventional standards, tend to gravitate to people who look really youthful. Yeah. And but at the same time look like they could be mature and, and old enough. So it's, it's, a weird, yeah. it's a weird situation. But, yeah, it's definitely really common. And yeah. that is interesting to me that like people gravitate towards young, younger. Yeah. Well, it's, it's to do with how we are. Cause I read a book which changed how much I think about so many things mm. called hard times create strong men. And it's, it, his stuff is so factually driven. Like he got it quadruple checked, like fact checked to make sure he, cause he goes, all this stuff is going to offend everyone mm. where, we're, where we're at today. And the, the reason behind that is they've said that the main thing primarily that the male will look for is youthfulness and bearing children mm. and physical attributes. Um, so typically a, a, um, the ideal sort of age is obviously around the 16 to um, 26 mark, give or take, because that's when women are the most fertile and everything else. And then after that, it's like, those attributes start wearing off, but primarily, primarily. Mm. And whereas with women, typically, primarily, women will look into can a, can the the male counterpart provide? Because I need you know the nature's fucked. I'm about to birth a child or whatever. Like my body's now in going through a shitload. I need to make sure that this male counterpart can look after us and the family. So attractiveness for men usually peaks at about 42 years old actually for women. So that's why like it's very rare for you to see like a 42-year-old woman with a 22-year-old man. But when you see a 42-year-old man and 22-year-old woman, you go, weird, but okay. Like she's in there for the money. But but that's where the primal part is looking at. Like she's looking at the looking after part. He's looking at the youthful genetics part because those are the primal things that are built in with us. Mm. Uh, that's one part of the book. The book is, it, it shifted so much with how I look. And I was like, well, fuck, I can't really, it goes against so much of what I believe, but I actually, that has more grounding than I thought. Mm. You know, like, it, et, like emotionally, we'd like to think otherwise, mm. but I'm like, no, that like it, how <coughs> I- Does that in, mean that like monogamy is a scam? Yeah. Not that it's a scam. He's more like, um, I think even biologically too, like that we've heard people talk about like the way we've set up is like a male, it should be there to look after um, a the child for the first, like the mother and the child for the first four or five years. And this is just from primal um, experiments. And then it gets to a point where men, oh, sorry, boys need to be, start becoming a man at actually 13. 12, 13, in the way of learning how life works, learning the hard stuff, like having a male mentor 
uh, it doesn't have to be their father. It can just be a strong male figure in their life so that then they transition. Like the teenager was only, the teenager term was only developed where in the 60s. It's oh, a new term. Interesting. Yeah. Right. And now, well, now they're starting to have like this 20 thing. Like mm. where now, basically it's like as civilization has grown in the last hundred years, we've slowly deferred um, adulthood. Like well, we, we live longer it. now, yeah. so well, like the sense. time, the <clears throat> timeline for how long you're alive, is different to what it was even like 30 years ago. Yeah. People are living longer generally. Yeah, so I think it's that. the average too. The average age is going up. Like you think if you have got two people, one lives to 80, one lives to one, your average is 40 years. Say, mm. I think now like life expectancy has improved. Like we're, yeah, we're it's living, all relative. Mm. Yeah, if someone dies at 50, you're like, oh, that was a young life. It's like actually, in this in the scheme of history of humanity. Mm. Dang, you can live a good life, man, like 50. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're very lucky now. Mm. In a lot of ways, yeah, we yeah. are. We're lucky. Mm. Yeah, I think it's the best time to be alive, to be fair. Like, People say it's the most peaceful. Well, okay, let's just discount. Let's forget <laughs> about this year. <laughs> this year and has just been say a we're talking fuck. about last year. People believed that it was one of the most peaceful times mm. in yeah. history. Um, so that's interesting. Mm. Um, I heard uh, Bill Gates saying a while ago in, in a TED talk that um, like nuclear war is, is quite unlikely going yeah. forward, but like a, you know, biochemical or yeah. war, basically what we're going through now or like a technological war yeah. mm. is quite likely, mm. which like in a way is less like overtly violent. Mm. Yeah. So I guess yeah, that you sure. could call that more peaceful. Well, right? that's, a, that's the thing. So er, Eric Weinstein <laughs> spoke about that. Not Harvey, Eric, different guy. <laughs> Eric Weinstein was talking about that. And he said when they came up with the um, the nuclear bomb, the Americans tried to actually keep that information for themselves. And one guy actually let it out, like public domain, to find out how to make a nuclear bomb. And he said the reason he did that was because I want to make the – fear of a nuclear war so unfathomable that it will never happen again you know like so whenever like whenever you hear people go oh nuclear war like well like like kim jong-un's gonna launch a nuke at america i'm like he's not an idiot like every country is he dead by the way because no like, he faked I heard it he's he faked dead it. he proper faked but it. but then like he was hiding in the hills with like a plethora of 200 to 2000 women he's just a gem isn't he he's, he's a, a great keeper. guy well, the, they idolize him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, hold on. Kim Jong-un. Do they idolize him or are they just trying to survive? It's pure propaganda. Yeah. It's, so don't they, don't they, okay, look, I don't really know because not much leaves North Korea, but like I heard that they have radios in their house that they can turn down, but they can't turn it off. Yeah. I've heard that too. That plays propaganda. No way. Yeah. yeah. And look, I don't know. I probably should fact check myself because mm. I actually don't know if it's true. But it's conceivable. I can see it happening. Yeah, for sure. Well, they had, there was one guy who basically almost died because he, he tried to bring home one of the propaganda posters. And they found it. Didn't they kill him? Very close. Very close. I think he made it back and it was like the dude was barely alive. But uh, oh, where man. are the images? Where are these? So, yeah. Where there's like a someone found a photo where he's like he, literally it's his humans. I'm not smiling at that by the way. Like I, I okay I I, I, really, I tend I to smile when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, not which really? has gotten me into trouble so many times. <laughs> nah, 
I think, look, if you're enjoying the conversation, that's okay. Like, I'm smiling the whole time. I just spoke about nuclear war and I'm smiling. I'm not going to start a nuclear war, guys. But, um, no, I can't be bothered finding it. I'm glad. Yeah. You know, we haven't, like, spoken about music at all. Which is no, not what at I all. just... Just well, occurred to me. I was like, oh, yeah, I was a musician <clears throat> before, like yeah. three months ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, cool. Let's touch on music. I mean, look, yeah. does it matter that? I feel like people got <laughs> some value. Because, like, getting to know the artist. Mm. Like, well, you, I really know you now. I think yeah. you really know, like, the core parts of me. I hate Jeff Bezos, which is, like, <laughs> number one. Um, but that's it. That's, that's all you need that's to know. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm all but this is the thing, too. Like, I mean, we're discussing. Yeah. And that's what doesn't happen anymore. I think it happens a lot now. Not on social media. I've had people unfriend me because I agree with them 90% in the last oh, two yeah, weeks. Oh, yeah, no, no, that happens. And like, but I do think it's still like important to have those uncomfortable mm. conversations. You well, like you need discourse. We need to be able to talk about it. Otherwise, nothing is well, you ever going to gonna change. People need so. to be able to disagree. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Like you have, like, without something happening, you know, like disagree without a repercussion. Mm. Like, like, yeah, like you said, people unfriending you or like, yeah. you know, not being able to understand that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't a hundred percent agree with you, but you know, I get what, like mm. you, you've got to be able to just. And I mean, I guess it things. depends what it is too, because like mm. I've seen people being like, oh, agree to disagree about like. Whether or not, like, <laughs> everyone should have the same human rights. And it's like, yeah. well, you don't have the luxury of, like, disagreeing. Of, of course. With yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah. You can say, like, yeah. I don't like orange juice that much. It's like, fuck you. To be fair, there's only one brand of orange juice that I like. Well, what brand? Um, It's the... Pulp or no pulp? Oh, pulp. Okay. It's the one... Yeah, thank, um, you. thank you. It's, it's got the blue, the blue label. Okay. Oh, I can't remember what it's called go right on, now. I was going to say Dairy Farmers, but, but that's it's really good. Miss. And <laughs> it tastes really like authentic <laughs> and, and delicious. Gold, Golden Valley? No, no, no. That one's no, too that's sweet. Green, isn't it? That's green, I don't isn't like it? that. I think I know which one you're talking about. Oh, is it Daily Juice? Yes, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, all about uh, that. I will confirm when I yeah. get home. Oh, that's good too. Yeah. So I like, have like it, guys. If you're ever looking into orange juice, you've heard it here first. I think it's Daily Juice. Yeah, you could be right. Yeah. I'll, so. I'll, I'll text you when I get home. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, um, no. Well, on that thing of the, de- the divisiveness of opinions, that is actually a very good thing where we can try jump into music and branding. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, all this stuff, you can apply it. So if you guys are still watching, cheers. Uh, but the like stuff, and subscribe. <laughs> the, <laughs> this is where people, I think, if you can put yourself above the veil and not get emotionally caught up in it, like... Branding works in everything and it, it applies what we said today. Like even with everything we've spoken about is still business and that's what music is. Um, how you can divide people, it, you don't have to please everyone and that's where, you know, you please everyone, you please no one. Um, mm. And you can use Trump with the wall argument, for example. Like he wasn't trying to please everyone. He was trying to get into office and please a certain amount of people. And it worked, you know, like you can hate him or love him. Like it was a branding decision. Um, just like the other side had a branding decision to be like fully against it. Like um, same with music. You've got artists that are standing on certain sides of um, political issues or standing on certain sides of, um, you know, I guess rap. Rap's all about being in the ghetto. 
you know like no one none of the white people really gave a shit about rap until eminem all of a sudden started fucking up white kids because now they're listening to rap and like all of a sudden rap's a problem Mm. um that segregation is actually what makes you have a loyal following you know like you 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 can't think authenticity is what like gives you that is a big thing too following or like obviously to a point branding is like contrived because it's branding but if you can manage to kind of keep your essence i think that's what people gravitate towards yeah. in like a, a leader yeah as we were talking about before or like a, an artist yeah well an artist is a leader you know mm. you're a leader of your own cult in a way yeah you know yeah <laughs> i guess you are you are like cult, you know. such a bad word just makes me think of like charles manson but yeah that's fine. look hey he was a success- <laughs> he was a successful cult leader like you know i, I think it's we sort of see the bad part of it and we go, oh, he's disgusting. We keep coming back to this. <laughs> like yeah. some really disturbing well, no. conversation. Hey, you're one, bro. I, want I know. I keep doing it. Why am I doing it? You just said. No, but it's relevant. Anyway. It's relevant, though. Like, you know, you can learn about branding and music from other people as well. Like, you know, mm. there's um, Charles Manson. Why was he successful at getting people to come across to him? You know, like. Cool. He was very charismatic. That's the, the general. Yeah. That's the feedback. But no. anyway. But <laughs> you, you, again, look, you don't get that. You don't get that place unless you are. Like even Epstein was charismatic. Dude's disgusting, but he was charismatic. Oh, don't even like get no, me I'm just saying, I'm, on that. We can but go yeah, into that no, later. Right. We'll, we'll talk it, about that after. But. It's, it's, a, it's a level of, mm-hmm. um, I hate to say this because I don't, I don't think I'm cool personally, but people, people like someone who's cool and someone who's like trendy mm. and someone who's like just has something yeah it's i don't know how to explain it it's like an air of like confidence or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Well, you, you need that you just need to back yourself um you're cool what are you talking about mate you're cool i, I don't think i'm cool but i'm i'm flattered that you think <laughs> i'm cool <laughs> i mean uh i'm it's let's explore this why don't you think you're cool um how's your relationship with your father it's good. Oh, that's fine then. That's good. Actually, happy I birthday to your dad. Oh, today, yeah. thank you. He's 65 <laughs> today. Oh, man. No, I have a great relationship with my parents. By all accounts, I'm mm. like a very functional person. That's good. But I don't think I'm cool. I don't know. But why is that? What, what's because your I'm the kind of, of person who will start talking about capitalism at a party. Like, that's oh, not cool. If you're around <laughs> capitalist like haters, you're very cool. You just got to be around the right people. Yeah. Dude, and Charles I, I Manson had a following, okay? <laughs> yes. Like, you're going to be cool to someone. I've got two that's cats. Got to find out. I've got two cats. Cool. I'd like more, but I've got two. What's your maximum and amount of cats? I had seven. Wait, at one time? Yeah. When? Did I know you? No, 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 Did no. Did you smell like cat? I don't know. I was, I was young. So, okay, there's a story behind this. She definitely Which I should cat. I should get checked with my parents again because it, I was Wait, a child. Check I don't for really what? remember. Get, oh. I, I'm fact, <laughs> I'm, I should fact check it with my parents. But oh, basically, okay. our um, I mean, I our want, neighbor I want had a cows. litter. Neighbor had a litter of cats, yeah. and then he either died or something happened. Anyway, I just took the cats. Well, they started coming across like the fence. And they were like carrying it, Nutsy and Tess, the, yeah. the parents, I think, were carrying their babies like in their mouth and they were like dropping them off. It sounds like Snow White. <laughs> Legit. But yeah, we, we ended up, for whatever fucking reason, my parents were like, let's keep them. <laughs> so we kept them. And then. So do you see yourself being a crazy cat lady later? I think that ship has sailed. I think I'm already <laughs> a, a crazy cat lady. Yeah. Surely. 
Like I was born into it. What choice do I have? <laughs> hey, you've always got a choice. This is 2020. No, I look, I I love cats. I think they're, they're you do beautiful. You love cats. Yeah. I love them. So, so yeah. That's insane. But still, that doesn't make me cool, which that's is back so to many. the original point. Hey, cat lovers so will love cats. you. Yeah, they'll be like, cats that's awesome. This is the thing. This is the thing. Everyone has, like, there is, a, we're in a world now where you, I mean, look, we've always been it, but there's always someone who's going to look up to you. Well, that's nice. There is actually young girls tend to like me. Oh, there we which, go. Which, like, because cool your cats. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I'm like tall. I don't know. Tall is a cheat code. Look, I I don't think I can objectively like. I don't think it's the same with writing music. Mm. Like, I don't think you can ever objectively see yourself, in mm. the same way that you can't objectively hear your own music and give it an accurate appraisal. I. All my music's amazing. I don't so think I you really <laughs> object. Yeah. Your stuff's crazy. I like. I agree. <laughs> to be honest, I'm that's joking. why we work together. I'm joking. No, but it is. But I had to say, he's it. not. He's I'm not. not joking. He's not guys. amazing. Also, it's coming up on our one year anniversary of working together. No way. What are we doing for our anniversary? I don't know. <laughs> Do I take you out? Or what? Happened? Um, I'd like to meet your dog. Oh. You guys are both single. Oh, we. This is just turning into a love you match. Set us up. Okay, calm down. <laughs> Did I jump the gun there? Everyone's yes. body language just shuts <laughs> off. Just Mine opened up. up. I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, matchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> the two most single people. No, doesn't yeah, yeah, work. Yeah, yeah I'm no. sorry. Like, so what? You We'd be like, so if he was in hey, a what are you doing tonight? And he'll be like, I'm going to be at the studio. I'll be like, I'm going to be reading. Talk to you later. That sounds like a perfect <laughs> relationship. It sounds like the relationship you know many, we already have. Yes, <laughs> Do you know how many married couples would love that relationship? <laughs> Look, maybe maybe when we're like 50, if we're not married, we'll get married. Oh. All right, there's a oh. pact, guys. I'm a, I'm a second choice. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I want to get married at all, so you perfect. might be a first choice. We'll see. Hey, marriage actually is pretty cool. I was really anti it, you know, like when we first met. I, I love was, that for you guys. Like, mm. I love, I think you seem like a really great couple. Yeah, look. And I'm not just saying look, that. Images really are deceiving, do. but the, <laughs> the thing, I don't know. So I was like really anti-marriage. I was like, what the fuck? Who cares? Like, it's mm. just a certificate. Like, it's just an excuse for the government to take my money. Um, and also a divorce, the others half of money. It just sounds like a nightmare. But I don't know. There's something grounded about it. It's the security and and the the symbol the symbol of the commitment mm. to uh, each other. It's more other like a ball and chain, really. Like it's more weight to it. Whatever. <laughs> Look, I'm not opposed. <laughs> not opposed to getting married. So what are we actually going to do? Never say though? never. Like, you're going to get married? No. no. <laughs> For the one year anniversary. Oh, okay. oh well, back okay. to that. I'm yeah. still in the marriage okay, thing. So there's here. there's two things that I'm so, really interested in. The first is meeting your dog. Okay. The second is having meeting your dad dog? cook. Oh, okay. For me. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. You'll be eating for weeks. <laughs> Your dad's creamy, like his pesto pasta. Oh, it just looks so good. And the best I just... thing about his dad, love the conversation with his dad. Oh. So intense. Love yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. It's a good, intense it's, conversation. It's, you. yeah. Yeah. You get a lot out of it. He'll question whether or not you're actually a committed artist. He questions your life. <laughs> <laughs> I've had people, I've had people that come over to my house, not to see me. To see your dad? To see my dad. Well, I mean, it's the I best. just did to like that. I was like, for our anniversary, can I meet your dad? When I met your dad, like, oh, we're at your party once, one of your yeah. birthdays, I think. <laughs> and we're in the kitchen and his dad is like, so you, what do you want in life? And I'm like, at this time I was like, I mean, fuck, he called me, he called me. At this time I was really in the music and I was like, 
oh, I just, you know, I want to do music. I want to do this thing. He goes, no, you don't. I was like, no, I, I, I want to do No, 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 you like don't. his exact words. Yeah. He's like, no, you don't. I'm like, no, I want to be doing like, fuck, I can't remember what I was saying, but I want to be like, you know, performing on stage. And he's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So what is he, like, is he supportive of Par- you? Oh, he, yeah, yeah, 100%. He's helped me so much. I think both it, him and his mom. point of that, though, was he was, like, trying to see, like, do you really? Yeah, no. Do it's, you really, like, so? It's not because, I yeah. I get it, I get it. <coughs> it was like, it's a weird flex, he, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he, like, he reads people's palms. Does he? Like, stop yeah. selling your dad to me. He okay? never read my palm. Like, why haven't I met him? This Man, is upsetting. Hey, what are you on for dinner? Can I come over? <laughs> Can I? No, actually, I can't. It's my dad's birthday. <laughs> Spend time with your own dad. I'll be like, hey, dad, happy birthday. Yes. I'm sorry you don't going read palms. To meet Bye. Jamie's dad because I think he's better. Like, yeah, like one of my. Um, he will question my. Have life. a good one. I think it was. I think it was my grandma or my great grandma. Like, like really red palms. Like that's that's really like interesting. Intensely, like accurately. Really? Yeah, like she's alive. I don't. I don't know. I, well, I I have to fact check if it's my grandma or if it's if it's my great grandma. No, if it's my grandma. Yes, she's still alive. Excellent. Can you find out for that? Mm-hmm. Put a pin in it, and um, I'm gonna we're, we're gonna find out my future. I and if I don't like it, I'm gonna well, pretend like she no, doesn't know what you're no, talking about. So they don't do it anymore. Oh what? Yeah. Well, how I do mean, you just retire a, from reading? One a poem? of them doesn't do it because. She's dead, and that's a valid that's, reason. That's why, yeah. The other one is a weak excuse, but the other one is because she predicted someone's death. Oh, she, what? Yeah. She predicted someone's death. Well, I went to a wait, 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 wait. What type? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't, I don't know. Was it a violent sp- death? I don't know details in specifics, but like, I just dad's always told me this story. He's Dude, like, you're leaving me here with blue balls here. This is a juicy story. It is juicy. Well, look. All right, can I come over for dinner tonight? No, I'm, I'm gonna to have to come over. Like <laughs> we know my life. Like I'm staying no, here. I need. Okay. Well, are can you I get, gonna um, do like our song? Are you gonna do that? What song? Our song. The our song that we're working flirting, on guys. at the moment. Oh, I thought you meant like our song is in like <laughs> Chris Brown. Our song. I feel like Which I'm watching one? like uh, the before. The cap this one. Guys. No, I have a song <laughs> coming cap out. This one. <laughs> Which I should actually talk about. Yeah, you do have a song coming out. Oh yeah, I do have so a music. You're out. an artist, I hear. Yeah. I am. That's cool. Not just an anti-capitalist. I am. A, I am an anti-capitalist feminist artist. Oh my Love god! Can you, you cut that out? You're no. just gonna be. Uh, <laughs> just change your stage name to the ist. Ist. No, I feel it's, it. It feels weird calling myself an artist. Like I, I was with a couple of friends last night, and there was Why someone. Is that? Let's explore this. There was someone that I didn't know there and my friend was like oh peter's a musician she's a she's a vocalist and a guitarist i was like i'm not a guitarist you play like, guitar though don't you do you yeah, play gu- i do well, play then guitar you're, then you're guitar there's another ist to your istisms but it's it's something there's i don't know maybe it's just because like our culture in australia is very like arts don't exist it's yeah. not a real job that i'm like oh i'm not really an artist like i'm not like you, but you, I you am. don't want to say it though like, like i have songs out i'm on spotify and all that good stuff so mm. Check it out Love if you like. At Peter May, M A I, is it Peter with an A? Mm-hmm. E T A, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Is it? Yeah, I thought it was cool. I too. think it's kind of cool. It's kind of trendy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's kind of cool. It's kind of trendy. Yeah. That's you now. All my life, everyone was like, "What's your name?" Not not all my life. When I was a kid, people were like, "What's your name?" And I'd be like, "Peter." They'd be like, "That's a boy's name." I'd be like, "I'm not a boy." But I'm cool with it now. So your song, your song. What is, you got a song coming out? Is that what I hear? Yeah. I kind of yeah. blacked out when I heard you guys flirting. I do. I 
to be fair, <laughs> we'll, we'll come back to this. I feel like I'm a flirty person yeah. and it's a problem. But anyway, I am we'll, also we'll come back to person. that. Come back. I'm to married, that. guys. Stay away from me. I flirted with David Taylor the other week. Like David Taylor, like, is flirtatious. Yeah, hundred percent. Just as a as a being, as, a, as base. Like, he loves, loves his mum a lot, though. He does. He Just really bless. loves his mum. Bless. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's a good thing. Music. I, I envy you, guy. So <laughs> yes, music, please. Like, what am I? I mean, it? is that High Road? Is that the song? The High Road, yeah. The High Road. And like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I need to stop it, mate. This is. Oh. <laughs> yes, we have things. We have a lot of things. Wow. So yes, the High Road. Yeah, Tell I'm excited about, about, about this. Me I'm too. Excited about this song. It's cool. It's different. Yeah. So okay, I, I feel mean, like there's the a big th- backstory to yeah. this that I should kind of get into. Hit us. Um. Something I originally wanted to talk about when we, when you asked me to come on here was like having boundaries and like cultivating the ability to say no mm-hmm. to things. And that's part of the reason that the past year has been so good for me. Yeah. Because prior to this year, I the word no just wasn't in my vocabulary. And and you know, you guys in understand. Well, it started off that like when I got into music, I was saying yes to everything as you do, yep. especially when you're starting out to because get work, like to, do things, to yeah. get work and you have to create your own opportunities and like it's the ultimate kind of FOMO yeah. where like you just say yes to everything and you're kind of eating shit for a while because you're doing like the entry level gigs and yeah. you know, like you're working shit out, which is fine and I don't want to sound ungrateful, but what I didn't kind of factor in was that at a point you have to stop saying yes to things. Yeah, so be strategic. Definitely. Yeah, and that just wasn't something that was happening for me and, and it started like trickling into my personal life too. Um, and I was just, yeah, saying yes to to things that I didn't really want to do. And um, Just from I obligation? Just, like a self-obligation? I just completely lost sight of what I wanted as a person because yeah. I was too busy doing what everyone else wanted me to do. And I was burnt out and I was miserable and I just, I completely, yeah, I just forgot who I was and what I wanted to do. So I kind of needed to completely overhaul my life. And part of that was ending like a long-term relationship for me. And I just wanted to get the fuck out of Sydney. I wanted to get out of Australia. I wanted to go to America. I have a few friends over there and... They're people that I feel like really get me and really know me. And long story short, that's kind of what this song is about. It's about the high road. So it's about like the plane. We love a metaphor. (laughs) And it's also about like just doing the right thing for you, even if it's really hard. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. How did, so, because that's actually a really good topic to dive in for a lot of people, especially artists, actually anyone really. Um, what, what were you doing to get like, besides just America? Cause I mean, I think a lot of people, especially like we've been touching today, a lot of people just, it's just swing. Like you, sw- like, you know, you break up or whatever. And it's like, it's that thing of, I just want to get out of the country. Like it's such yeah. a, it's a common reaction, which may, maybe an overreaction, but it's a, it's a reaction nonetheless. Um, besides the America stuff. And sort of going over, were you over there very long? I was just there for like three and a half weeks. But yeah, so you would have done stuff when you got back where it was not so much escapism. What were you doing to sort of 
get through that so that when you're, you know, to get you to the other, basically the other end? Um, well, I think for me, I, I knew I was ready to be on my own and I had like an idea of kind of what I wanted to start doing that just helped me like really hone in on, on what I wanted to do and, and start figuring out or getting back to the core of like what I wanted. And part of that was working with Jamie. Um, so we met like probably was, this time last year, right? It was fate. It was fate. Yeah. No, I just wanted to start <laughs> See, like exploring. It's just a romance novel just starting, guys. <laughs> Oh my God. Wait, I'm just going to pin it here on uh, I had a marker, 118. When 50 Shades of flirting. Chunky. Whatever. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted to start working with different producers and like work on the musical side of things and start yeah. like kind of breaking down the boundaries that I had or the barricades that I felt like I had on myself as an artist and start like experimenting with new sounds mm. and mm. doing that. And like in my personal life, I just, I wanted to stay more connected to my friends because I felt like and and this happens often like when you're in a relationship you kind of drift from your friends a little bit or you spend less time with them so yeah. I was really like focusing on my female relationships especially and like really like leaning on them when yeah. I needed it and with work which like is gigging for me I contacted my agent and I was like look I can't do it anymore like I, I need to start saying no to things and that's what I did. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. Oh. Yeah. With the um, <laughs> this is gonna be a conversation make you uncomfortable, uh, Jamie, yes. junkie. Yes. The um, you were saying you're experimenting with new sounds and everything else, mm -hmm. and um, I'm assuming you did a lot of that with with Chunky. What were you like? What was what was working with you, and how was he bringing that out? And was it together? Because I know a lot of people listen to this. Even if they were to work with Chunky or work with another producer, they're going to need to know what was working and how to bring out, a, I guess, an adventurous mm. uh, type of writing like you did. Actually, something I should say was that I'd started um, part of like my way of coping was writing alone as well. Like I was really focusing on writing on my own instead of co-writing and seeing like where my voice was and what I wanted to say on my own before I brought it to Jamie and then like kind of seeing if he could help me take it further or like take it to the next level. So that's what we've done with a few of the tracks that we've worked on. Mm. But like, you know, I don't want to discredit the amount of like... No, well, I mean, yeah, well, like, like, like you said, yeah, you, you had, you came, you sent me a fold up with like... 20 something all ideas. breakup songs and you were just like <laughs> classic artist <Break> <laughs> the next like, taylor swift it's like here's here's 20 songs that i've written um and you were like what yeah, ones do you a think lot. that's good that's yeah good it was prep. crazy yeah. and like they're all like fairly different you know what i mean yeah. and it was like you're like what ones do you think do you, you can, like do you like and i was like yeah. well i like you know but, that, but that's a good thing because we touched on that at one of the previous podcasts mm. very recent ones where People just hit up producers like I got nothing, mm. or they don't. They bullshit, and then mm. they turn up and they got nothing. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. how did that affect well, you, Chunky? Like having twenty, you know, drafts. How yeah, did well, that I mean, I had to listen to twenty songs. <laughs> like, songs. <laughs> was like, it was no like Actually, I mean, like a solid hour it's, minimum. Oh, it's great. That's good. It's great. Like, lot, uh, yeah. I mean, we, the other day with David Taylor, he was um, he 
was like, hey, so I've got to do this, this and this. Um, here's 40 songs that I've written. Yeah, wow. Pick the best 15. And I was like, <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> How do you do that? Do you like just like you start like it's Well, it's like personal opinion. It was the same with um, working with Peter. Like I was like, okay, well, these are the songs that I – think I could work on. I'm like, just imagining like a battle royale. Like you started off with like one so, versus one. Oh man, and then like you work into the middle and then you got the final. So, between the two. so, so, so yeah, I mean, for, for Peter songs is different, obviously, because it was like, what ones do you like? So it's like, you listen yeah, through. Yes or no. Within the first 30 seconds for me, it's like, am I captivated to keep listening or yeah. not? That's it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. If in those situations where it's like, if it's something that I'm going to work on and that's why I'm listening to it, it's like, okay, I listen to the melodies and everything and see how we're going and be like, I can hear myself producing under this. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I can hear that melody. I can hear her vocal and be like, okay, I can, you know. And then I was just like, I also like these ones. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah. we've done Cold Like You, which is out yeah. now and, and Bad Company. Bad Company, yeah. And now the high road, yeah. which is coming, and so. all three are like vastly different. Yeah, they are. So and like, like in, even in the approach that we took to make them, true, vastly different. Yeah, I really, I don't know if the high road is like a typical single track, mm. but I think I like it so much because it just reminds me of like that era of time where I was rediscovering that like I am strong and I am loved and I I can be happy. Yeah, mm. which. Sorry, that's really heavy, but like, no, no, you that's know, a it's such a, a kind of like strange, painful, blissful time to reflect on. And yeah. whenever I hear the song now, it reminds me of that. So yeah. that's why I like it. Like, I feel mm. really personally connected to it. And I guess that trumps like the need to have it be commercially appealing to other people now. And 100%. Yeah, like I feel really proud of what we have done together so far. Mm. And I'm Me excited too. for more. Yeah. <laughs> Should be good. Heck yeah. Wicked. Um, so when do they come out? I don't know if I just... I don't think we have that. a date. Oh, you said August. Yeah. I think early August is what okay. we're aiming for. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, She's waiting for me as always. Like. I am. That no, is no, no, it's not just you. I'm, I'm like taking my sweet time. But yeah. Yeah, you got your own process. It's, um, it's mainly me. Shut up, man. <laughs> you are the most professional person I know. He is. I know. I'm like, hey, really Jamie, like I want to just m fuck around and make a beat. Cool, man. Here you go. Okay, thanks. But I love, like, we, we talk a lot, but we get mm. so much done. Oh, like, so much done when we're in the room. Yeah. And that is awesome for me. Like, just, I feel like you really keep up with, like, the pace that I'm after for, like, how long I want to spend on each demo and, like... I'm getting uncomfortable getting about it. all these compliments. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you. As soon as I ask an artist, I'm like, what has been working with it? He's like, fuck, I don't know. Stop no, it. you got to deal with good. it, man. Stop You're good at your it. shit, okay? And I feel I like it. the last thing I'm going to say, the least narcissistic thing I'm going to say about myself... Like, no, lean into narcissism, <laughs> man. I, I just... I'm proud of what I'm putting out now. I feel like it's, like, really synonymous with who I am in my life right now. Mm. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, I wouldn't have been able to do it without you because you met me mm. at such an opportune time yeah. when I was going through such a huge change. And like, I feel like we've really immortalized that change with the, the songs that yeah, we've done together. So that's sick. Yeah. Cool. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't reach you, but I'm writing you. All right, well, cool. So where can everyone find you on them socials on Spotify and all that? Um, I'm on Spotify 
podcast Peter May, P-E-T-A-M-A-I. I'm on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is my most juicy account. Mad. Juicy. Yeah. I like that word. Lots of cat pics. Oh, see, so I was like thinking like booty pics for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> juicy. Juicy. I mean, no, not yet. Yeah. Cats no, and juicy. I so don't we've, <laughs> we've, we've talked about um, Peter starting uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, there's good money yeah. in that. But we have to be for quick. Just, no, no, just for, just for feet. Just, yeah. like, just feet. <laughs> no, there's actually better money in that. Yeah. No, that's what yeah, I'm saying. No, 100%. That's why we're doing it. Don't be a ballerina. I, I don't have the heart don't be a ballerina. to do the rest. Yeah. I can't do the rest, but the feet I might consider. Wait, no. Well, with Stacey and I, were considering it actually i was like fuck like it a couples only fan well <laughs> it was, or am it i was, off base here so now we found a few guys who were, who were buyers but they wanted face in it and i was like nah sorry bro just okay. put my face in it <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, because I told one of my friends and I was like, yeah, we're looking at doing this. And then straight away, like a week later, she goes, so I made 200 bucks. I'm like, what the? Oh, now I want to do yeah, it. Yeah, for the feet. I hope my parents aren't listening to this. Look, if you listen to a guy's look, hey. A lot of couples do it. Yeah. To, to be fair. Look, what's in it? Like a flip flop. That's just a G string for your feet. And Absolutely. And if someone wants to pay money for you to, for them to see something that you would put like, you know, you, it's just your foot. You're not getting your boobs out. Yeah, but I also like hate. I'm not really a huge fan of the notion that there's like a respectable or like uh, there's a respectable way to make money. Like we're all trying to achieve the same Mm. thing. Like capitalism is inherently like exploitative, exploitive, exploitative. I don't know. Exploitative. Whatever. I'll Google it. My point is (laughs) that like I don't think that people should shun sex workers. Like I probably wouldn't do it because. I just don't know if it's, if it's for me, but like, I don't judge other people for doing it. Yeah. And I think that like, that should be the way. It matters how you handle it. As long as no one's getting hurt. Like even with porn, who cares? As long, yeah. As long as that person's not getting like, you know, well, there's psychological shit in there too. <laughs> okay, let's just go in that rabbit hole. But you know, there's, if you want to make money selling your boobs, I'm cool I, with it. If I, I don't had care boobs, if I'd do probably it. do the same thing. Yeah, it's it's to I make mean, money. We are all slaves under capitalism, so it's fine. <laughs> Model story, guys. Don't Can be you a cut out like everything of me talking? Oh, about no. if, we, if we'd have no podcast, <laughs> <laughs> it has to be there. That's the rules. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was funny because when he said, I said. Um, at the beginning of this, Jamie's like, we can't talk about this. Peter said if we won't. I'm like, oh, I'm going there. Yeah. <laughs> what like, did you say? The patriarchy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, had, I don't know that I word. Do, every time I tell him something, I'm like, so we can't talk. He's like, cool. We're going to talk about it. Well, I'm like, fuck? I'm like. You're right. No, I actually need to stop. Like, I have such a temptation to, like, censor myself. And mm. I, I need to to stop doing yeah, it. And it's like, just, it's just hearing who, like, because I'm the same. Stacey will preach about this one. Like, uh, sometimes I'll be like. Same thing. Start talking about stuff, and I like I can't gauge the person's like shut the fuck up. So I'm getting better at gauging that. Yeah, yeah. like I, I try not to talk about. Like obviously, like I'm I have my biases, and like yeah. I don't know everything, and this is just an opinion. But like I try not to comment on things that I don't yeah feel strongly about. That's or why like I, that I barely don't. talk. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't know, but you know what I love about like I feel like when Jamie does talk it's music. really really wise it's like wise. it's wise it's just a beard talking it is <laughs> like Gandalf <laughs> I think yeah Jamie like is selective about what he says and when he says it and yeah. it's always like boom truth bombs yeah like just chuck <laughs> it in there love it Whereas well, I just cool. talk shit all day, every day. Oh, good. 
We won't hang out because we'll never shut up then. We'll just keep Literally, talking. This, this is going to go on all day. <laughs> this podcast is just going to keep going. You, you still can't beat Maxine. Maxine was the funniest. She oh was like, God. she goes, guys, I have 45 minutes only or something like that. She goes, I have 45 <laughs> minutes like, and I have, have to pick up my niece. <laughs> she stayed no, an extra half an hour. <laughs> she delayed the niece, like kept going, hold on, guys. Just got delaying it again. I'm She's just like, Maxine. And it wasn't, like, it's just fun. Like, <laughs> it wasn't something that you could delay. Like, she was taking her to the. Sitting on the side oh, of yeah, the she road. Oh, yeah, she was taking her to the airport. Taking her to the airport. So she's like, yeah, I should probably, like, I should probably go pick her up. And we're like, <laughs> okay. And then she's like, ah, oh, but it's just so fun. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, is fun. It's just, a, well, it's a conversation. Not, mm. And social media is not giving us that. Yeah. Oh my God, I was actually really nervous about this. Oh, it's fucking easy, nervous. right? Well, it's like. Imagine next time I can now. sing in front of people, but yeah. like talking. Mm. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Well, you, like the first well, you're thing you trained at it. Remember, you guys, you live at home with your cats. He lives in a home in a here, and um, so <laughs> he lives here. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's a it's a different thing. Like, because yeah. most people, you get them to get in front and sing, because they're not comfortable with it. Yeah, anyway. it's all exposure and practice. And yeah, expose yourself. <laughs> Onlyfans.com <laughs> for a subscription. All right, well, cool. Well, thanks for coming along, Peter. Thank you. Yeah, for uh, joining us, guys. Make sure to subscribe. We're gonna have just you know, we're always trying to get you guys famous by giving you actually the shit that people won't tell you. They make it look easy. The reality is, it's not. But here's the actual tricks. So subscribe, hit the like button because you know we appreciate that, and we'll see you next, next week. Time. Peace.